Hi everybody, this is uh, Chuckles152, and I'm coming to you live from my back porch because I was bored in the house, and I'm in the house bored. I um, really have nothing left to do, really helped my parents overhaul the hell out of their backyard. We, uh, we did some chores and uh, got some things cleaned up. I got one big one left for when my sister gets home finally, but that'll wait until she's there ready to help me. And I think I got to hire somebody to help me actually because it's one monumental task of cleaning out my parents' garage, which stored everything when their house was destroyed um, and they had to rebuild. So there's still a lot of things that belong in the house that are in the garage and there's still a lot of trash that's in the garage that belongs with the trash men and that's what brings me to my topic today i'm going to talk about when i was a garbage man now i i grew up in delaware county my uncle was a trash truck driver for one of the local municipalities and with that came the ability to get me a summer job there. They always need summer help because during the summer, trash men are constantly going down with injuries, with, with all sorts of ailments that we'll get into that happen when you're working on the back of a trash truck. As you can hear the trash truck passing by that's picking up the recyclables in my neighborhood. So I... I went to a local prep school. I think you've probably heard me talk about it before on here. I went to the Episcopal Academy. I got into school there because I wrestled my way in there. Uh, quite literally, I was a high school wrestler. I was pretty good. And I got a full ride to go to high school there. And now I wasn't one of the wealthy kids, but hanging out with the very wealthy kids can really mess with your ego so my uncle wanted to knock me down a few pegs and what he did is he made me get a summer job there i normally would work with my father every summer since i was 12 years old i'd, I'd be on the truck with him working as a general contractor doing roofing siding doors windows all the etc so when it came to working with my uncle I, um, I was pretty excited. Uh, it was my godfather. So, I mean, obviously there's that connection there. My uncle is my mom's youngest brother. And uh, she had 11 brothers and sisters. So he was much younger than my mom being the middle child of that bunch. So he was closer in age to me than he was with most of his brothers and sisters. So I got the reap the rewards of having the cool uncle the uncle that rode dirt bikes with me played paintball with me so he and i always hung out we played video games pretty much every day together so um and pretty much lived in our house until like 10 30 every night he'd finally go home go to sleep wake up go do trash and then be back at our house after he got a shower and rinse and repeat every day so when he told me to get a job there i was like fine I'll, I'll get a job. I'll throw trash. It's funny. I, that first summer that I did it, it was the summer in between my junior and senior years of high school. I never ended up on his truck. I 
was mainly on the same truck all summer long because one gentleman got hurt um, and then the other gentleman got hurt. But I'll get into that. So, number one, these men are underpaid. I don't care what anybody ever says in, in my entire life. I was working, so half the force makes what's called the part-time rate. At that time, it was $11 per hour. The other half makes $22 an hour, and they are considered full-time employees, and they ha also have health benefits and uh, dental and all that baloney. They belong to the union. And then there's the trash truck drivers. I don't know exactly what they make, but I'm pretty sure it's in the $30 to $40 range an hour. They have a CDL, they're licensed and all that, and they have their own uh, driving insurance. So, I mean, they're getting paid what they deserve to get paid, in my opinion. The throwers that are full-time, I think they should be making a little bit more just because of the bullshit that they deal with. And the guys that are making that $9 an hour, they're doing the same work as those other guys. And sometimes they're putting in the same amount of time or the same amount of years as those other guys, but they're not full-time because they're not connected enough to be full-time. So the number one threat to a trash man is drivers. As everybody knows, people are effing assholes on the road. It's, it's unavoidable. You're going to find an asshole on the road. You're going to have a point in time where there's somebody when you're driving that just acts like an asshole. And it's probably even more than that. You're probably going to run into one two, three times a week if you're driving enough. Now, imagine these trash men that are getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning. They're getting to work at 545. They leave the yard on the back of the truck at 6 a.m. because you can't leave any earlier. And you're starting to throw trash around 6 a.m. And you're throwing trash in the middle of rush hour. And you got people that are late for work. They're in a rush. They're stuck behind a truck that's stopping and going on major roads constantly. These people are agitated. They're pissed off. They're smelling the trash truck because, I mean, other than the, the actual people on the road, the next biggest threat to your health and safety is what goes in the back of that trash truck. Because um, I've seen some things that just disturb me to this day. We'll get into all that. You got people that are rear-ending these trucks. You're hanging off the back of this truck. There's a little platform for you to stand on. Sometimes it's on the back. Sometimes it's on the side. Sometimes it's both. You can walk between the two. I personally loved when it was on the side. It felt like I was street surfing. It was a great perk of the job. It was a really enjoyable thing to do is street surf. But you get these idiots when you're popping off this truck and there's barely any room between the truck and the curb and they're still trying to squeeze in between there and you think there's no way in hell some idiot's going to try and drive there and they do. And you get hit by the car. I was hit at least three or four times working between two different summers. And every time I was hit, it was I'm jumping off the trash truck and I jump right on somebody's hood. And you end up denting their hood and they get all pissed off, but it's their own stupid fault. So they don't you don't end up paying for their car. They end up licking their wounds and cursing you out and freaking out. 
but it's their own fault. Why would you try and squeeze your car between a trash truck and a curb when there's barely enough room that you're going to rip off your mirrors anyway for doing it? And you got to tell that there's a guy that's about to jump off that truck to go get the trash cans that are on the curb. I mean, you can't be that stupid, can you? So that happens all the time. Uh, you're constantly hitting cars with trash cans because they come at you and you're using the trash can as a defense mechanism. This is why your trash cans are always beaten up. It's not because the trash men are throwing them. It's because these idiots with their cars trying to get around the trash men almost hit them and they use the trash can as a defense mechanism on these cars. I can't tell you how many cars I smacked with an empty trash can or a full trash can for that matter because they constantly are coming at you. Um, there's the guys that are on those major roads like Westchester Pike and, and uh, what else, Route 1 and all those major roads through Delaware County. They're getting hit by cars that are going 35, 40 miles per hour, and this is why they get severely injured. That's why they're not getting paid anywhere near enough to be a trash man. So the biggest threat, yes, is those cars. They can kill you. And they will kill you. The second biggest threat to your health and safety is what goes in that truck. Because people will throw out biohazards, oil, um, and the biggest, most dangerous mixture you wouldn't believe is the grass. The grass mixing with that oil sets the whole truck on fire. This is why you can't throw oil away. Because when you put grass in a trash bag, and you sit it out in the sun, that shit cooks. You may have seen a mulch fire before, and it's the same thing as a mulch fire. It ends up heating up to the point where it starts to ignite. And a lot of times you're picking up these uh, these cans full of grass, and most people, they'll leave them with just the bag wrapped around the edges, and you dump the, tra uh, the grass out, and you throw the, um, you throw the can with the bag still inside of it to the curb. But you'll see them smoking, and it's because they're getting ready to light up. Now, I'm not going to give you the major roadway, but I literally was on the back of a trash truck once when the entire back lit on fire. We had to dump the load immediately before the trash truck blew up. So that meant we opened up the back of the trash truck. So trash trucks right where the guys stand, that actually flips up and dumps the trash. So we had to dump it in the middle of a road. They had to send out a dump truck and a, ba and a back load or a front end loader to pick up all the garbage and throw it in the back of a uh, dump truck because there's no way of reloading that into a trash truck. We were like five minutes from being done. And if you see oil, you make sure you don't throw it into the trash can or into the back of the thing. You just leave the person's can. If you've ever had your can left with nothing taken out of it, it's because there was something dangerous in there that legally we're not allowed to take. Not allowed to take oil. Not allowed to take car parts that hold oil because it's a dangerous thing to put that in the back and, and risk it igniting. So, and trust me, I, we took our fair share of oil when we didn't even realize it. I mean, a lot of times you're taking recyclables and you have these milk cartons that are just completely opaque. 
and you're like whatever liquids in there must be water or something no it's ends up it's oil and these like that shit bursts back there and you know what happens it leaks all over the road and it ends up into a stream because you didn't give two shits about properly disposing of your your chemicals and that that ain't right to anybody and that's i mean that shit's dangerous when that shit pops in the back when we crush it i mean that ends up on your face on your skin and your eyes and that's that goes to the second most dangerous part of the job is the shit that goes in there it i mean i can't tell you how many times i've seen heroin needles i can't tell you how many times i've seen drugs in the back i mean just things that shouldn't be in the back and then the creepiest thing there was a guy on our route who literally was constantly um constantly uh he would skin animals that he caught like little tiny rabbits and and squirrels and things like that he would skin them throw their dead carcass in the thing he wasn't eating them he was taking the pelts and you could see, like, in his garage, because his garage was always open, you'd see them all, like, hanging out to dry. I, I don't know what he was making with the pelts, but um, ah, just a creepy, creepy, creepy uh, part of the whole thing. Um, another dangerous aspect of the job is the people. People, for whatever reason, if you don't take their trash because there was something dangerous, they will come out and try to fight you. Can't tell you how many times on the job these guys would come out and they'd be acting all macho and they'd start screaming at the driver. They'd scream at the guys on the back. They'd call you an idiot and call you all sorts of names. Say, this is why you're on the back of the trash truck because you couldn't get a good enough education. Meanwhile, I'm at Episcopal Academy and later on at Drexel University, and these people are yelling these things to me, and I'm just laughing like, getting a better education than you ever got. <laughs> Come on. But they really do, and this is a daily occurrence. I guarantee you, once or twice a day, for the four days a week that you're picking up trash, you're going to get somebody that's going to come out and just scream and yell at you and and act a fool and most times you're able to talk these people down and and get whatever taken care of but a lot of times eh, not a lot of times sometimes they start swinging and you had a duck and you got to get back on the truck and you just drive off you just leave their trash there you're not taking it you want to be an asshole you ain't getting trash service today but that happens all the time and then it's just the normal wear and tear and injuries that happen on these guys because this is a really physical job. Number one, when you're surfing on the back of that trash truck and you step off, you're stepping off when the truck's still going 10 to 15 miles per hour. That ain't good on your knees. A 200-pound man, 300-pound man stepping off the back of the trash truck and i mean you're running with it as you step off but that's not good on your knees at all and then you're holding yourself onto the trash truck you're burning yourself when it's too hot because this your skin burns on the metal that that's all terrible but the other part of it is your shoulders and your arms now you get a big chest and big shoulders and big arms from 
flipping trash cans up into a, a truck. And those things are heavy. You got to figure the 32 gallons, right? And a gallon weighs 8 to 10 pounds if it was just water. So most of the time, you're getting, you're getting like 100 to 200-pound trash cans because these idiots, they'll fill it up with crap where you're just like, Jesus, man. You'll get them filled with rocks. You'll get them filled with all sorts of crap. And people just don't realize how heavy a trash can can get. I mean, literally, if it's filled with water, you're talking 8 point whatever pounds per gallon. So, I mean, just let's just call it the, the low end, 8 times 32 gallons. You're talking... 256 pounds i mean that that's the low end of what a trash can can weigh if it was filled up with water now if it's filled up with rocks too you're probably talking two three hundred pounds and people don't understand that and that's the other reason your trash cans get left is you overloaded it these guys can't pick that up now imagine trying to pick it up without realizing what's in it at first that's bad on your shoulders to then lift it up just to get rid of it is bad on your shoulders. And this is all wear and tear on your body, and you break down because you barely get enough rest. These townships that... Now, it used to be all around Delaware County that you did your trash Monday, Tuesday. You got off Wednesday, but you got paid for it, and then Thursday, Friday. And when people found out you were getting paid on uh, Wednesday to be off... They freaked out. And so you are getting paid a little bit more than that $9 an hour or $11 an hour or whatever it was. But not, I mean, you literally need that day off because you can't walk. That day off was needed. Like, it wasn't like you were going out and doing anything or doubling up on work. You were getting your ass kicked for those two days that you needed that third day off or you just we're not okay. And that just, that was it. It was terrible waking up on that Wednesday and just knowing you physically cannot get around. It sucks. I mean, your body is that beaten up. And then, I mean, Saturday's a wash. You're not doing anything Saturday whatsoever. And then Sunday's the only day you feel normal. And then you go back at it Monday and then Tuesday and then Wednesday, it's feeling terrible again and then thursday friday now they got these guys working five days a week i can't imagine what they're going through that's got to suck and you're getting up at 5 a.m you're not getting home until two three o'clock in the afternoon it's just it's a shitty experience it, it really is but there's the fun i mean when you're doing recycling that's i mean it's easy the cans don't usually weigh anything most of the time, the driver is driving close to the curb so you can grab it without even stepping off the truck, flip it in with one hand, and then flip the can, and you got two guys battling off to see who can land the most cans um, on their head while they're flipping them, and, I mean, who gets the most flips, and you're, you're having fun that way a little bit. I mean, that's not the normal. Most of the time, you're in a rush to get done because... Um, the quicker you get done, the quicker you go home. Most days you're there till two o'clock at the latest. Some days you get out of there by noon. The heavy days, I mean, there's days right after a holiday. Those aren't fun, man. Those are terrible for trash men. 
because you got extra trash because you missed the trash day. So you got twice the normal trash. That means you're filling up the truck quicker on the route, it means you're taking that extra hour to go to the dump, which smells god-awful. Um, and then you're going there instead of two times in a normal day, you're going there three, four times in, in that day, and you're not getting done till four or five o'clock in the afternoon because it's just miserable. It's hot. I mean, usually these holidays are the 4th of July. You're talking Labor Day and Memorial Day. It's still hot around those times, and it just makes it a longer day when it's that hot and you just are moving slower because you're dehydrated and you got people yelling at you. You got cars being assholes. That's just, you're finding weird stuff in trash cans. So, I've talked to you about all this. I'm going to start telling you about the funny experiences or weird experiences I had. First, the, the most bizarre experience I ever had, I opened up a trash can. And there in it was a bald eagle dead with an arrow through its stomach. I, I called 911 right there with my cell phone. My, my trash truck driver was pissed. He was like, just take it and throw it out. I'm like, no, I ain't taking it and throwing it out. It's illegal. So I called 911 on the people. Um, I, was, I was a little ticked off. As an Eagles fan, I was pretty ticked off that somebody killed an Eagle. That was terrible. Um, what else did we have? <laughs> so... When I got on a trash truck, it was because I was a replacement. So that summer, as the summer help, I was a replacement to the guys that didn't show up or were called in sick. So I ended up on, I had a neighbor that was a trash truck driver, too, for the same township as my uncle. I ended up on my neighbor's truck that whole summer, my first year. And that summer, me and him... Uh, he would pick me, he ended up picking me up a lot to go to work, but, um, me and him ended up on the same truck the whole summer. He was the driver and the other guy was first. So there was two partners. The first guy got hurt. Then the second guy got hurt. So like half the summer I spent with the guy that was my age, but he had dropped out of school. And then the second half, um, was spent with an older guy that I, I mean, just would talk my ear off all day, and I enjoyed that. I, I talk, he talked. Um, so I spent the time between those two guys, working with them the whole summer, and um, they were fun to work with. Both of them made made the job more, uh, more fun than it needed to be. Um, so working with them, I mean, you get used to working with these guys. You, you build a rapport, and... You, you're able to slide cans to them and you learn how to, to work with them to get the job quicker. So with both of them, I don't think we were out of our route later than one o'clock that entire summer, but they were both sick one day. And I ended up with this guy who was an assistant coach of my football team when I was a kid. And I don't think he normally was a, a trash man. I, I, in fact, I know he normally wasn't a trash man. And he ended up working trash with me. And so I end up with this guy 
and right from the start, he's like trailing back two or three stops and like not even catching up to the truck or grabbing onto the truck. He just can't even keep up to like throw the trash in the back. I was beating him from side to side on the truck and then running the hopper. Like usually I was never running the hopper because the two other guys were more experienced than me. But I was running the hopper and then running from side to side to grab the trash on either side of the street because this guy couldn't keep up. And Mr. Wells, who was my neighbor, he's screaming and yelling at this dude. He's calling the boss and freaking out. I'm screaming and yelling at Mr. Wells to tell him to tell the boss to get somebody else the hell out there because this dude is slow. I am cursing him out. I am saying the meanest fucking shit to him trying to get him to pick up the pace. Like, he literally wasn't even making it to the trash can from the trash truck before I came from the other side, dumped both cans, threw them back to that side of the truck, and then beat him to the cans. Like, it got to the point where I just told him, stay on the fucking truck because it's honestly annoying that you can't even make it or just stand behind there and at least dump them as I throw them to you. And that worked for a little bit of the day, but it ended up being a four-load day, which means the fucking truck was packed. It was right after the 4th of July holiday. That's why the other guy called out. I, I know it. Like, dudes call out right after the holiday. It's why there wasn't an, another replacement guy to replace him. It's why they had to pull a guy from the paint department. And this dude just wasn't built to be a trash man. And the whole day, he is just tailing the truck, and he's got this 18-year-old kid that he coached in football, and he's in his mid-40s just screaming and calling him a lazy shit, and I, I really was. I was mean as hell because I couldn't take the fact that I'm beating him from both sides of the truck, and he can't even dump a can into the back that I slid to him. Like, at least if I'm sliding you a can from my side, dump it, I'll do the running back and forth on either side of the truck. Dump the cans, at least. He couldn't even do that. So we're in the final neighborhood. And I just, I push him off the truck. I'm like, walk the fuck home. Fuck you. And he seriously couldn't even keep up with the fucking truck. I was running from both sides of the street in that last neighborhood. Um, these are all twin homes. I'm running side to side doing two houses at a time and we beat like he was walking and just not stopping but he was just that slow and he was halfway like down the street as I'm getting to the end and our boss finally passes by and has a replacement with him and meanwhile it was 4 30 in the afternoon five it might even have been five o'clock we still had to go dump this or actually no we didn't dump it because the dump had closed by that point and we ended up going straight back to the, um, which sucks because then you got to dump before you even start the next morning, which just makes your next day even longer. Um, but actually, I think Mr. Wells might have dumped it in the middle of the yard and told our boss to go fuck himself. Uh, so this was it. Just was the longest day of my trash, my trash career as as I would say, um, just because this guy was not built to be a trash man. And not that I was built to be a trash man, but I, I adapted and I made myself 
serviceable. Wouldn't say I was the best trash man. I wouldn't say I was the worst, not by far. I'd say I was a middle of the road. Um, there was a lot of laughs to be had. I mean, you watch people wiping out. I mean, runners just running into things as they're looking at the trash truck for whatever reason. Happens a lot. You see runners running into like telephone poles because they're paying more attention to what's going on in the trash truck than they are when they're running. Um, even people with baby carriages. Uh, one of the most disgusting things that happened, and this happened a lot when I, so when I wasn't on Mr. Wells's truck, I was on the park trash truck, which does all the parks. And the, the crappy thing with the park trash truck, it's not when you're done that you get to go home. You have to wait until three o'clock, no matter what. Um, but it's an easy day. You're going through parks, you're spending time kissing babies and talking to people. No, I'm kidding. You're not, you're not a politician, but no, you are, you're talking to people all day long in these parks and you're also stumbling upon things you do not want to see. So like when you get to the baseball diamonds, all the trash cans are in the dugouts. And a lot of times you're going to find teenagers and even adults doing the nasty and they grossly leave condoms laying all over the fucking trash cans, man. You got to be careful with that stuff. There's condoms everywhere all the time. People have sex in parks more than you could ever imagine. I mean, I probably would say that it was at least a once a week occurrence that I caught somebody in the middle of it. And I would say that it's probably an everyday occurrence in every park that somebody's having sex there. Especially the closer you get to the city of Philadelphia. I really think that parks are a little overused that way. Um, you got dugouts. You got... There's... Uh, it happens in in the kids... Uh, which recalls too, the, the playgrounds. It, it happens everywhere. It's dis- It really is disturbing. Those things should be cleaned out constantly because... Ugh, um, I... I'm going to leave you with one last tale. This one was crazy. So you get to like, I mean, you get to know the people that are living on the route, especially if they're in their front yard and summer. I mean, a lot of people are spending a lot of time. And in the beginning of me being on Mr. Wells's route, there was this new family that moved in there. And then towards the end of the summer, they had just bought that house in the beginning of the summer. And they were always on their front yard. They always came out and said hi. They even brought us drinks. They would bring us water and, and Coke all the time. And a lot of people do that, believe it or not. A lot of people even leave coolers by their trash cans uh, for the trash men to just pick up snacks throughout the day. And, I, and that's one of the most amazing things that you could do for your trash men. Put water. I do on those hot days. I put water out in a cooler for my trash men to take just because I know how bad it is out there. I mean, it, it gets hot, you're thirsty and you're running out of water. You can only take so much water with you during the day. So if you take eight bottles of water, I guarantee you you're finishing them before the end of the day on those hot days. There's days where you don't finish two or three and there's days where you burn out of them all by eight o'clock, but we're on this trail and the woman that younger lady, she probably was 24, 25. She just bought that house with her husband. 
They were a very young couple. They had a baby. She's out at the curb waiting with like six boxes, uh, Xerox boxes, and they're filled with VHS tapes. And for whatever reason, she had drugged the for sale sign, the big wooden for sale sign, to the middle of the yard. And I guess she was re-putting the house up for sale. And she was in tears. And she's like, I need you to crush these and promise me that nobody's going to watch them. And we're like, okay. And we looked into the box. And it was like every single one of them was uh, titled Me and the Misses. And then one through whatever number. I mean, we crushed a good six or seven Xerox boxes of these fucking things. My guess, and I just couldn't, I, I'm, this is my guess of what was going on. He must have been filming them, and she had no idea. Because then following time we went back there, and I didn't, I didn't spend much of the rest of the summer um, on that route. But that house was up for sale. And uh, that was just crazy. It was a crazy experience um, being on the back of a trash truck. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Chuckles152. Thank you for listening to me today. I actually got to get some work done around the house. Talked well for a half hour. Um, enjoy your day. And, uh, hey, everybody be safe and uh, make sure you don't catch the Rona out there. Have a good one.